0: Welcome to the CFN
1: Podcast.
0: Alright guys, welcome to the CFN Podcast. Today, I have a very good friend of mine, J.D. Bojanic, on the show. I'm going to interview him. He's an MMA fighter. Um, You're had- October 29th is your fight right? September. September 29th? Yeah. Yeah. Okay Uh, he has a fight coming up on September 29th he's been training for it so today it's going to be mostly um, just an interview of just his background you know what he's done and uh, what he looks forward to in the future so we're going to go through all that now and uh, I want to welcome JD to the podcast. What up
1: y'all? Woo
0: woo. So um, I guess let's just start off easy you know (laughs) what was your background like? I knew you wrestled, but what was your background like leading up to switching to MMA?
1: Uh, so going from high school wrestling, uh, I chose to be a walk-on for Edinburgh University. Uh, so going from Edinburgh (laughs) University, the, just coming into a cage fighting actually helped out a lot. Just the intensity, the amount of rounds that we were doing, the conditioning, the cardio, all played in the same factor. And, uh, One big thing, a lot of guys that I've talked to that have made it pro that fight, train with wrestlers every day, they love it. And I'm telling you, like, wrestlers have the strongest necks in the game. There's a reason why we love this shit.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, And I don't know as much, but is there any difference between, like, collegiate wrestling and then a certain type of wrestling you need to know for, like, MMA, or does it usually fall under the same guidelines?
1: So, collegiate wrestling and just how you do it with MMA. Falls in the same guideline, but biggest thing I've learned, even with going with jujitsu and stuff, is that like mostly when you do your wrestling, guys want to take an outside shot and they want to grab the leg or take them down using their head on the outside. If you put your head on the outside of an opponent, you're going to get choked, especially by yeah. the guy that knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, and that's I just didn't know. And you've taught me, you know, no. off camera, off you know, microphone here, just some simple tips about MMA stuff and hitting the bag and wrestling and all that. But that's one of the things that a lot of people don't know. I think is. They they think that if you play a college sport, it should be easy to go and do something else, no yeah. matter what. And it's just not like that. So nah. me and you have had those talks, but <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so. Trust
1: me, it ain't easy. My first day in jiu jitsu class, my uh, coach's wife at the time, she put me in seven different arm bars. No, uh, that's when I <laughs> how'd that feel? Uh, she was 130 pounds. We'll put it that way. Damn, and I was I was 220. So
0: brought you back down to earth pretty yeah great, it didn't? brought
1: it brought me back to reality like this is a real this is real life like these people train this yeah. and that's what that's the difference there's different martial arts out there that's why the sport's amazing yeah, Cause you find different people that you would think that on the streets, like, you could take them until they put you in an arm bar, and then you're looking like a little girl.
0: Yeah, and, then, and I think that's another good point you had when you said she was 130 pounds. It's, oh, yeah. It doesn't really matter, you know, how big she is you are. She's a freaking spider monkey, dude. Yeah, if you're, if you're jacked, if, you know, you're tiny, whatever, if you can make those moves, and you know what the hell you're doing. Oh, yeah. You could ruin someone's <laughs> <You> life <do. laughs>
1: it's pretty quick, so. Well, that's what she was telling me. She said that she loves the guys that are the bigger bodybuilders. That yeah can't move as soon as you start tweaking yeah. that shoulder they're already tapping so oh, yeah that's the funny stuff to yeah. watch that happen because well, there's no mobility and like uh, dude, look
0: at mma i mean even watching uh documentaries on like the the higher up guys it's it's all mobility drills it's oh, all, yeah. i mean you probably know more than flexibility I is the biggest oh, yeah. key uh, so it's but it's just one of those things that you know i give a lot of respect and credit for just because you know people see hbo i oh, yeah. you know like all oh, those guys are gifted genetics whatever but it's not Dude, gifted. Like, you gotta grind. All those different movements and you gotta be prepared literally for like anything. Because it's well, literally you another guy
1: and you're, in, you're it, inside it. a cage. Well that's the the biggest thing too is when you're in a cage and you step in like for my first fight I went against a freaking Terminator. You were there. Oh, You've yeah, seen that. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I heard the whole crowd go huh? They yeah. were in shock because yeah. they see a guy my size versus a guy that's 6'5", 255 pounds. It's a It's a whole new ball game when you see a guy like that. Yeah. But... The biggest thing is that you got to realize now, even going through my first fight and losing my first fight, is that you guys are in a cage. You're locked in there. This guy's coming to beat your face in. And Seriously? that's reality. Yeah. No, that, like,
0: that is the reality, and that's literally...
1: You're gladiators. That's what it is. That's what it is. You're, you're modern-day Roman gladiators. You just can't kill each other. I mean, I've, I, you, there's people have died in this sport. Someone I, someone gets kicked the wrong way, they're gonna be Oh yeah be wrong. no, I
0: can play and like you said, there there's nothing to hold anyone back. Oh no. You know what I mean? You're literally caged in. Especially so.
1: if you talk shit and then you're gonna <laughs> then the guy's just gonna keep beating on you. Oh yeah. No, gonna,
0: I I agree with that. But yeah, I mean um, the other thing I wanted to touch on too was, you know, once like what's your what's your mindset? So you you've had one fight. What aside from the person you're facing, what was the mindset kind of you know, leading up to the fight. So actually, let's do this. Let's start from square one with training, mentality, all that stuff. How do you, like, what's your square one?
1: Square one, first thing I do is is I just, I close my eyes and I just start thinking. I think about what I want to attack, what I want to do. And then everyone has a game plan. Like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a game plan until you get hit in the face. You can have a game plan going in strong, like I I had a game plan fighting a 33-year-old dad, and then I got (laughs) screwed over the last second to fight a Terminator, so... Yeah. And And, as soon as you get hit in the face, you don't know what to do.
0: That's why I wanted to ask, because you were faced... I mean, I was there. I I literally saw just this guy that you know is probably going to go pro at some point, and um, he just kind of walked in like it was another walk in the park, but then there's you that has never competed before in that sport, so... You literally had to do a whole one eighty mental switch and like I I just I don't know. Like it's just one of those things. That's why I wanted to ask, like, square one on a fight night, like your mentality and how everything just gets switched. It can get switched
1: just like that. We'll put it this way, the mentality for this next fight, it's on a whole nother ball game. I'm not gonna like you know how all these fighters out in nowadays they all run their mouth. And that's one thing. You gotta be humble with everything you do. I completely agree. The biggest thing, like I said, my biggest, and you know that too, Conor McGregor. The biggest yeah. influence, like, like influence guy I've ever had in my life. because Growing up in a trailer park and not having the money to provide for yourself and everything. Yeah. Eating sardines for dinner and all this stuff. I mean, it's 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 a shit life. But you have to overcome it. Yeah. Obstacles are always going to keep coming. I had an obstacle back in March. Well, now there's another obstacle. Yeah. And it's September 29th. Yeah. Now this obstacle, it's either you can just get stopped, just be done with it, or you can keep driving forward. It doesn't matter. It's win or lose, I'm gonna keep doing what I do.
0: And and that's that's a really good way to put it because the one thing you also have to remember is, and a lot of people don't realize this is, people try to change like where they came from or who their family is. Mm-hmm. You can't change that shit. No. Like you like you're dealt when you're born, you're uh-huh. dealt with the cards you're dealt with, man. I know. And, uh, some people get it really
1: nice. Yeah. Some people get it really shitty, but psychotic mother, but I love you, mama. Love yeah. You, mama. Shout out to mama. <laughs> yes.
0: So, uh, we love you, Mrs. Bojan. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the huge things is, is how you adapt yeah. and something you've obviously done and you want to do. And like you just said, doesn't well, matter if you win or lose, you're going to keep going.
1: Well, that's the biggest thing I've learned too throughout life is before I got in the military, um, and a lot of people never knew that. I mean, I made a statement on Instagram and stuff like that too. And it's hard to come out and tell people that. But when you get verbally but like bullied, that's a it's another level. I mean, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah. But before I got into the sport of wrestling, I I just let people run their mouth. Yeah. Go go die, fatty. Have another day eating another pizza. Do all this. Do that. Okay. Yeah. Lose weight. Cool. Well, now it's 2018. Still big bone still have the weight but it doesn't phase me. Someone can say something I'll push it off my shoulder. Yeah.
0: Well plus you're going down in a weight class, right? Oh yeah. You're going I'm down. I'm dropping. To I got 205, right? I'm dropping.
1: I have 27 more pounds to drop by yeah, 25. Uh, yeah, 20. you have about
0: 3 weeks, right? 3, three two, 4 th- weeks. I'm about like 4 that. weeks
1: out. Yeah. 27 pounds. How you going to do it? Oh, well, biggest thing is intermittent fasting. Tell anyone out there, biggest thing I can tell you to keep it yourself healthy, intermittent fasting. Um, it's a big diet we've done in the army. Um, I've trained with Rangers, Green Berets. Um, biggest thing I could tell you is that they do this thing called a warrior diet. So you got 20, uh, 21 hours you don't eat. And wow. it starts from when you wake up. Yeah. So you're just drinking black coffee, um, no sugar, keep yourself away from fatty, like fat, like grease and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, coffee in the morning, amino acids throughout the day uh, and at least two to three protein shakes
0: so it's basically just a mental thing besides the protein it's shakes. just it's just like calling. it's just dude. like cutting weight again dude that's crazy. like because I can like when I wake up my body is so used to getting up and eating within like
1: the first yeah. hour
0: I'm up so like if I don't eat or have coffee or something you feel
1: drained you feel dead I'm
0: just like a bear uh, yeah and I don't, I don't want to do anything but that's the mental side of it too so if you can train and I'm sure you're officers and everyone train you to think like that so you don't get hungry no you just gotta you
1: just gotta think too like you got guys that have been overseas have been deployed that are telling you listen man you might not have a time that you're not even eating for two days so you gotta keep that mentality like that's the thing with this world and today is that i have a like coming into the fight game from a perspective of knowing guys and training with guys is that this world doesn't understand that these guys overseas are doing more intense shit than what I'm doing. I might be a cage fighter. That's cool. Yeah. But guys that are actually deployed over in Afghanistan, Iraq, and stuff are more intense than you'll ever see. Because those guys don't fear anything. They mm. wake up every morning knowing that they could die today. That's the job I have. That's the title we have. That's, that's the pride of the infantry. That's yeah, what we that's, do.
0: That's what you sign up for. And um, Another thing that I don't really think people take in the hand is... Not just from like a nutrition standpoint, but like like you said, you might go a couple of days without like actually eating. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that until you said it. So, you know, most people just think, oh, you know, whatever they see on CNN. Oh, you see on Fox CNN. You
1: see on movies. You see all. It's it's all it's all televised shit. But the stuff that's behind lines, that's what that's people what I'm don't saying. see. Like we. That's how you the when you guys got when you got when you see guys that are military that are drinking together you can understand that they're drink that they're military yeah. drinking together yeah
0: because they'll go
1: until the bars at two o'clock
0: yeah yeah and that's the other thing too they don't look out of the ordinary no well, some of them might but they don't you know anyone in the military doesn't really look like any other person in no. any other bar or any other restaurant whatever it's the same but, but like we, you said they're just warriors and they and just know.
1: keep they can they just know in their head that. Don't, don't, don't do it. Well, plus, stuff. like
0: you said, they're humble.
1: Oh, yeah. That's People all it don't is. not realize that, so yeah. You have to be humble no matter what you do. Yeah, man. It doesn't so, matter if your job, whatever. Yeah. You got to be humble.
0: I Listen, I completely agree. <laughs> I completely agree 100%. So um, one of the other things I wanted to ask, let's go back to the nutrition side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, So with the intermittent fasting, what would take us through like a day of eating?
1: Okay. So... What well, would my day consist of um, getting or up? A week. Or a week. Okay, would so, a week be easier? Well, day would probably be better. Okay. Um, but usually I kind of like throughout fight weeks, um, I kind of stay with consistent food, even okay. though it's, it's horrible eating yeah. the same thing every night. Dude, it sucks. <laughs> um, just put different flavoring on it, like yeah. different seasoning and stuff. Change it up a little bit. Um, but for intermittent fasting, how I do it is that I'll wake up by 5 o'clock, um, go on a run Come home Ready for work Go work uh, Doing construction and stuff For about 8 to 10 hours So throughout construction I'm cutting weight right there um, Without any of those calories That are in my body I'm just yeah. sweating just yeah. Losing fat Losing just body weight At that time period um, But throughout that Around 8 o'clock I'll have a protein shake um, And then by 10 o'clock I'm drinking amino acids And then about one thirty to 2 o'clock, I'll have another protein shake, and I'll be off work, come here, do a workout, do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And then, since as as I'm done with the workout, then I just let my body keep just thriving without yeah. food. Because now that your body's moving, and it's working, without food, your body's just putting it into that intermittent fasting mode now. Now you're getting into that, like, I'm starving mode, like, yeah like the cold turkey like you're jumping right into it like this yeah this sucks like this is not what you want to do
0: well how does that play into your training
1: so biggest thing is just mindset yeah i mean everyone has a will and everyone has a way if you can if you can do it you can do it but the biggest thing is that everyone everyone breaks yeah at some point in their life that everyone's gonna break broke (laughs) i've been broken i've been broken that shit don't happen no more can go 20 hours and be fine but the biggest thing you got to make sure you have a good meal at the end of by the time when you're going to eat yeah so say if you start your intermittent fasting at five in the morning you're not going to eat until five in the afternoon when by five in the afternoon you're pounding at least two thousand calories
0: yeah right there in one
1: sitting one sitting wow so pasta you're gonna have a bowl pasta rice a lot of chicken a lot of steak a lot of fish a lot of yeah. You have to have a lot of natural stuff. Eat a lot of bananas. Um, you can, And you can, throughout the day, you can snack on like a banana, and orange.
0: Oh, um, so like fruits wouldn't really count as much?
1: Fruits just have those, um, they have like the, the good sugar, put yeah, it that way.
0: Yeah, they have the good sugar.
1: So, I mean, I wouldn't tell people to do it, but if you're really, if you're starving, and I mean, trust me, you're going to be starving. Yeah. But... Do uh, construction for 10 hours and then without eating and then go to the gym. That's it's, what I'm saying, dude. It's, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's a it's a mental block you have to pretty much train yourself for. Um, and I think that's 80% of it is just psychologically just preparing yourself to even, go 90, through.
1: Just, 90% mental, 10% physical.
0: Yeah, it's it with anything too. Oh, yeah. we, we don't even have to be talking about fighting or training. No. Or we could be talking about just life in general and it's still the same principle. So... um that's that's a barrier that most people can't get over because they're so used or they're so conditioned to eating a certain way or training at a certain time every Mm -hmm. single day and with construction i'm sure it's not oh yeah it doesn't end at the same time every day no no yeah so you could be working long ass days and then you might you know you go home you don't have all the food you want yeah so now you know you gotta start thinking on the fly so you're hurting yeah all this all the stuff comes into play i'm sure so um Let's go. Let's switch over to training. Mm-hmm. Um, before I even say anything, nickname. Self-made Bojanic, right? J.D. Always. self-made Bojanic. So I'm extremely respectful of that. Why? Because you know I wouldn't have my brand or my business or this podcast or anything if you know I didn't pay for this microphone or if I didn't pay for this laptop. And you just got to put the work in, and no one else is going to do it for you. And we've had conversations oh, yeah. like that all the time. Um, but when it comes to something like MMA, dude, that's a lot of work put in. Yeah. How many years have you been doing this too?
1: About a, year? about a year and a half. Just a year and a
0: half. And you know I mean, yeah. it's, it's so much plays into just a year and I'm sure your life has changed oh, yeah. so yeah. much, but in a good way. So your nickname, JD Self Made Bojanic, I dig that just because, <laughs> dude, it's original. Yeah, it ju- It's just original, it's simple and it works. And um, I've had the pleasure of, not just helping you train, but watching you train and so, tell us about, you know, just the daily routine of, so let's just say you went in the gym after this podcast and you had to go hit the bag or something like, what would what would so a regular training day be like?
1: How I do is I do, throughout fight weeks, I do a lot of hit training more than anything. I have a schedule list throughout the week. Um, the biggest thing I can do is that you have, you gotta start at the gym, hit your workout, um, so do your weightlifting, do your running. always like to do cardio before. Um, so you do that before you hit the bag yeah. or anything? Okay. So I'm, by the time I'm hitting the bag, I'm already drained. I'm tired. But that's that's how I find myself training to get better. So when you're fully recovered and you can actually go into a cage and fight, that guy's going to be drained by the second, third round, yeah. and you're ready to go. Yeah. Because after you're done lifting, you're you feel like you already went through five rounds. Yeah. Well,
0: does, do you ever feel like it bites you in the ass, though? Oh, it Some us. days.
1: Some days. Yeah. Some days you get frustrated. That's the biggest thing is that you, a lot of frustration plays into the part, too. Yeah. If you don't get the right technique down in a day, then you start putting yourself down. And you just got to keep thinking positive.
0: Well, that's the other thing, too. You think about, you know, some of the stuff you post on Instagram. and you hitting a bag and your hands are going and everything. and um, You, you kind of think after you're, you're saying you weight train before that. Do you ever feel fatigued before you even do something and then you kind of don't want to do it? Or does it screw with your mind when you're trying to go through these yeah, bag workouts I've, and I've, stuff? And it been, just, everything just looks shitty. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've, I've been there. I, trust me, it's, it's the worst is definitely when you're fatigued is trying to keep doing like pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah, But that's like you learn from like guys that have been through special operations and stuff is that you can't stop, you got to keep going. Mindset yeah. is everything. Yeah, it's, it is. It, it is.
0: Yeah, and it's, I I completely agree, and that's you know that's another thing too. Most people, let's say I didn't even know you, and mm. I went on your Instagram and watched some of your workouts, or not workouts, but just some videos of hitting a bag. Okay, well that's all I think you're doing, mm. but you're really not. So and the fact that you're training before that, um, is on another level. So take us through. You know, you've showed me some stuff before, mm. but. When you were a beginner, and when you started MMA, let's go back to square one again. When you okay. started, um, what were the first couple of things that were like taught to you specifically?
1: So, biggest thing coming as a wrestler was striking. Okay, had to had to learn how to strike. So, biggest thing I've learned when I first my first coach, um, he was in the military with me. Uh, he ended up taking me under his wing, had me start striking, started doing kicks and everything i did taekwondo for lid. i was a black belt back when i was younger but the biggest thing is that a lot of people when they throw a punch like even just a regular jab a lot of people don't they just focus on using their arm more than anything you gotta just you gotta feel it pop your hip throw it
0: so did you even know how to throw a punch correctly when you walked in there a little bit but yeah a couple (laughs) a
1: couple fractured knuckles here and there change that game real quick
0: yeah dude I mean hitting just hitting the bag with you the first time I ever did it I had the skimpy gloves before I got boxing gloves and it hurts like hell oh yeah it does my knuckles are bleeding and everything so I, I didn't know if when you start from square one um, it was bare fist
1: bare fist and I didn't have any gear at that time
0: yeah so they, they didn't care they just threw you in just threw you in you gotta do it
1: and then when you got a guy that has just a basic level gym with two bags and a dummy you just gotta yeah. just gotta work with it
0: so since you have a wrestling background, you know, did you focus on the ground as much? Like, or did you just kind of condition and throw it in when you could?
1: Uh, biggest thing like, um, with the wrestling background is I like performing wrestling right off of a strike. Okay. So even if I can get the opponent back in, start backing up, that's when I can attack. That's when I can start taking shots at his legs, put him to the cage, start going, diving in underhooks, uh, low singles, high singles, single legs. Uh, double legs, high crotches, you can mm-hmm. just, I can name thousands yeah. of different moves just off the back of my head. Yeah. But that's just because I've done that sport. It's just like if you were doing with hockey, mm-hmm. you'd probably name different styles oh, of what you want to sure. do. It's,
0: it's the consistency too. Yeah. And it's just, you know, putting in the work, you know. Um, I'm sure you've only been in this for a year and a half now and if you can do as much as you say you can, yeah. um, it definitely helps out when you practice and stuff. So, Other than that, I mean, when it it comes to MMA stuff, what was your general, like, opinion of it when you got in? Like, you're coming on, you're fresh out of wrestling from Duquesne, or not Duquesne, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Um, You're fresh out of wrestling and then you want to do MMA, like, what was your first thoughts like first ever thoughts
1: mindset just blast doubles just blast double <laughs> someone man yeah just throw them over your shoulders and slam them right to the mat
0: now did that come from your military background of being in the army or just kind yeah, of just
1: just the mindset of wrestling yeah. you always just want to just slam someone on the mat yeah it's a great feeling
0: <laughs> i'm sure it is dude. Uh,
1: trust me it is
0: yeah uh and so you have the fight coming up tell us about you know the fight the promotion where it's at Alright, who you're fighting. Just give us some background.
1: Um, guy I'm fighting, still don't have a name. Um, yeah. the only basic info I know is that he's going fighting at two oh five. He's actually fighting out of the same gym that I fought Cody Lewis at. Okay. So it's actually he's probably trained with Cody, um, probably gonna give him definitely a lot of tips. Yeah. And what I feel like he's gonna do is he's gonna probably just come right out the get go and just start striking. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. I've got a plan for that. But like like I said, you gotta plan until you get hit, Yeah. but you gotta have different plans now. Yeah. That's the one thing I've started learning now after that first fight. If yeah. I get hit and I back up, what am I gonna do? Do I wanna hit a low single? Do I wanna attack him? Do you I just gotta put- read and react. That's all it is. Yeah.
0: Um, so the kid coming from the other gym, are you working with any trainers, or are you still just Yeah, doing I'm yourself?
1: down in, um, I'm actually, I got with the past uh, month and a half when I before I left for my army training. I was down at uh, the Hawley Brothers down in Butler. Oh, okay. So Battleground, uh, that's our gym. So if anyone's interested in Battleground, let me know. But uh, it's just a small little gym under a church. Um, I love my coach, uh, Will. He uh, really pulled me aside a couple weeks ago and um, told me, like, you need to buckle down you need to make, like, serious, like, this is is your time to shine. And I only produce winners. So hearing that from a guy that was once a Marine – and now he's training people to be, like, better than they should be. That's, like, you take that in. And, yeah, yeah you got J.D. self-made, but right now... take a step back. It's just, now it's just J.D. Yeah. It's just J.D. Bojanic. Yes, that's what you're that's working That's just ready on. to fight. That's
0: respectable. So you, you took that step back. And I'm taking and it. And when
1: I take information in, I take it. So even when it comes from pro fighters like Eddie Alvarez, Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz... Um, like, even you can look at the big old dummy Brock Lesnar. I mean, he's a he's a beast. I mean, he's yeah. a big, big dude. Yeah. But the thing is, is that he's too worried about that that WWE stuff. Yeah. He could be a monster MMA fighter.
0: So your trainer is just helping you really just focus in. That's all it is. So you just got to gotta buckle, buckle down. down. Yep.
1: Watch some fights. Watch a lot of fighting because that actually helps you out. Um, it gives you different... Fight styles. I mean, guys will come out orthodox. They'll switch to a southpaw, yeah. and that's one thing I've learned with wrestling too is that I can switch from an orthodox to a southpaw yeah. and flip throw them right off. Yeah. So that's all it is, man. There's just there's a lot of components that come down down with this sport.
0: What's your motivation?
1: Pff, family, man. Yeah. That's the number one. Family, like that's the number one. Motivation. I can't argue
0: with that, man. What am I gonna say to that? I
1: mean, <laughs> told you, crazy mom, man. She wants an island someday. <laughs> gotta have motivation. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I just I, I
1: mean, like I said, man, growing up from like, I mean, moving out here to Slippery Rock was nice. I mean, it's nice that we actually have a nice house now. Like, when you're living in a trailer, it's it's not fun. I mean, no. it sucks Some, sometimes months you go without heat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it, it is what it is. But uh, big thing, like I told my parents, it's like I do this for them more than anything, and then for my future family, you know, because I do want to sometime hopefully if it all goes through well i want to pay off my parents mortgage i want to have them just be relaxed retire be done do do what you got to do and then by the time i'm done to retire i can drink beers with my dad do what we got to do
0: doesn't sound too bad right (laughs) but yeah i I like to ask that question just because um a lot of people a lot of
1: people's motivation is the money well, money, money is a big aspect of yeah, that and,
0: thing. and you know I could have asked that question and you could have easily without hesitation just yeah. looked at me and said making it to the show well yeah. that's you know that's so, it's so general yeah. but um, family is always a good one to sit back on I think with anything well so. they've been
1: by my side since day one so
0: yeah and that's a huge thing too it's, it's not just the support but like literally facing your parents and be like hey this is what I want to you know do
1: Oh, trust me, my dad was Maybe all for it. for the it. rest of
0: my life, and then, you know, one day, pay you guys back. So, it takes a yeah. lot to say that, um, and own your shit, and own up yeah. to it, and go do it. So, I completely understand that. So, you just gotta show up, man. That's all it is. You just gotta show up.
1: Oh, I'm gonna so, be there. No, what's your
0: expectations?
1: I'm expecting to win. Yeah. But, I'm gonna earn the win. That's more than anything.
0: That's all it is, man.
1: That's all it be is, humble. man. You gotta be training. Dude,
0: I've seen a complete attitude uh-huh. change in the past, whew, probably since... What, March? Yeah. February? Uh, We we did some stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, man, you seem a lot more calm, humble, Mm. just ready to go. That's
1: all it is, man. That's all it is. That's awesome, dude. I like it. Ready just to get locked in the cage. Yeah. As soon as I see that guy, just put that pin in. Yeah. It's go time.
0: Yeah. It's just, I love it, dude. So, everyone be
1: there September 29th, Yankee Lake. If you need that information, get a hold of me or CJ.
0: I should have asked that at the beginning. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: gotta, That's gotta. my fault. That's my fault. So he's a newbie at this. So. I know. I know.
0: Um, but yeah, man, we're we're excited for you. Oh, I'm yeah. extremely excited for you. I like the CFN shirt.
1: Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What I'm trying to do now is uh, I want to try to get custom shirts, and I'm gonna put you and Nolan on mm-hmm. the back of that too. So
0: so let's talk about that too. The SNN Nutrition. Yeah. So we we both work with nolan oh yeah um what has nolan done for you in terms uh, of just helping you out motivation wise supplement wise all of that so just let loose
1: biggest thing um with SNN nutrition and slippery rock is that nolan is a great guy um it's just a family-owned business uh guys just trying to get out there do what he's got to do but he's a he's not the type of guy that if you go into like see if you go and um GNC and ask them like what kind of protein and what kind of amino acid should I take? They're not just gonna point you in a direction. Yeah. No one takes the time. He's he'll he'll study your body. He knows what you need, ask you what macros you need, like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And then he'll work with you. Like if you want this certain amino, he'll order it for you. He'll bring that in. That's what's cool about it. Um, biggest thing while he's helped me is that he's actually helped me with supplements. Um, protein, protein wise, uh, I take a lot of red one, red One's yeah. one probably one of my favorites. Uh, and then like I stay away from like pre-workout. I just basically just do protein and amino acids.
0: It's not a bad gig, dude. No. I mean, it's and the good thing is too. Speaking of protein, is with S and M they have a lot of Pittsburgh brands. Oh yeah. Um, he has about five or six brands in there alone that are based from Pittsburgh. You can read a rate on the label, and like yeah. you said. Nolan is the kind of guy. He's he's been through the shit, man. Oh, yeah. Like he's been through it, and he has a power. He, he even worked. He even worked at GNC. You gotta think he, he's yeah, he's done he it. Has worked in the retail stores. So, you know, like like you said, it's that kind of almost homey feeling. Of yeah, yeah, Someone literally walking up to you and knowing their shit and being able to look at a label with you.
1: I mean, and he might look scary. He, yeah, but he's a big he's, teddy bear. <laughs> he is, but he's a big that's teddy just bear. One of the
0: things you yeah. got to work with, but. Don't crush my face after <laughs> saying this, Nolan. Yeah, and that's yeah exactly. So, and that's another thing too. It's just it doesn't matter what um, people people think at all. Hold on, um, it doesn't matter what people really like see in Nolan. Yeah, it's the business. Like people think that it's just a hardcore supplement store. Like he has. Uh, anything you need? Yeah, he, I've seen he sold like tea he's got, packets. He sold much yeah. Of he's got vitamins. protein. He's got
1: protein cookies. He's yeah. got um that Bane energy. Yeah, shout out to Bane. That shit is bomb. Um,
0: and he carries just a wide variety of stuff. But the good thing is, it's not like GNC where you walk in and they kind of like say oh, and they walk over with you. Yeah. And you know they they just kind of don't don't know. Nah. But Nolan can sit there for hours and, explain and tell you, to you about every little thing. thing. But, yeah, with every little brand. So uh, you and I both know Nolan. Um, and it's great. So that's good that other people are supporting you, like oh, yeah. the small business side, not just me, but mm-hmm. Nolan with SNN Nutrition. So you, you had a good thing going with you, man. Oh just, yeah. And no, like it's I said, I've seen a, just sitting here talking to you. It's <laughs> a complete attitude change from the last, you know, four or five months that I've seen you last. So it's, it's just crazy. 26 dude. days, baby. Yeah. I'm happy 26 for you, dude. Days. September 29th. Oh yeah. Let's get it, man. Hey, so I just want to wrap this up. Thank you very much for coming to sit down always man and talk man. um i'm very appreciative of you know you wanting to come on and sit down and tell your story for a little bit and this yeah. you know this is a good interview so yeah, i would just have it, to have dude. another one after it yeah dude <laughs> just be humble and grateful dude. that's, that's all, all it is, is man all right we'll see you on september 29th man Alrighty. thanks guys Yep.